welcome back to another episode of the Wild Heart Diaries. Today I am taking you out on my walk with me. I'm walking and talking. How are you all doing everyone? Is everyone alright? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First episode back of 2023 and um, this wasn't the episode I planned to do um, but it's the one that's that I feel burning desire to talk about. So we're going to start off with talking about the Wild Heart Book Club because it's kind of how I wrapped up my year last year and I always think when you're setting intentions and you're thinking about how you're going to take yourself forward in the next year, although every day I think is an opportunity to drive your life forward, um, you think about what you're letting go of and then what you're going to keep with you and take into the new year. So I did some stories on Instagram about this and um, I was quite surprised actually that nobody responded to my polls and questions but that's actually quite standard for people that follow me on social media because I think there's a plane going over now hang on let's just let that pass oh I wonder where that plane's going it's an Emirates plane it's going to the Middle East isn't it oh wish I was on that plane. I will be getting on a plane soon actually. I'm going to Spain in February for a retreat. Anyway, I digress. See, when we're out walking and talking, all the things happen. So it's a little bit different. But, um, so where was I? I was, oh, I was thinking about what I wanted to leave behind and what, what worked well, what I didn't think worked very well and what I enjoyed. Sorry, I got interrupted there because the lady was just staring at me. Probably just thinks I'm talking to myself. Um, oh yeah. Instagram. I think there's a lot of people that follow me that are really scared of being seen and don't really have a voice and they're what I call silent lurkers and that's fine but it's very frustrating as a content creator or as someone who's trying to spread the word that if you don't get any engagement on a platform like Instagram because it is an engagement platform then you don't reach the people. Um, I guess I have to use other platforms for that. Um, I have to be a bit more strategic and know my audience. Um, but you know, if you are feeling brave and you see me on Instagram, and I'm being brave as well, because I don't always feel like I want to be seen, and I'm self-conscious, and I worry about what people think of me. But if you do see me on Instagram, give me a like, or pop into the comments and say hello. Let me know that you're there. I, I would like to, uh, I would like to meet more of you and see more of you. I'm not telling you off. I understand. I'm the same as you, but. You know, if you start commenting on people's posts and giving them a like, I don't know, it gives you some encouragement, I suppose. Although I can do it without your encouragement, so I guess. Maybe it's not about that though. Maybe it's about the fact that I want to see you. I want to know who you are. Because I see the same people up in my stories. I'll just share this with you because it's funny. The same people are up in my stories every day. I don't know if they're just flicking through. I don't know if they're actually like if they're actually listening to what I'm saying or if they're just being nosy and want to know what I'm up to. Some of them are from my old smiley page on Facebook that followed me over and I know some of them I've worked with some of them and that's fine um, but I see them every day and I can see the people I can see you if you're not engaging in my posts <laughs> which is what I find really funny and I don't know if people realize that. Surely they must do if they're on Instagram they're using it. But I can see you, I can see you, I'm talking to you and it feels like I know you and you're ignoring me. 
And then I kind of go into this space of like, oh, I wasn't expecting to go on a TikTok, oh, an Instagram rant, but I suppose I will now have started. And then I go into the space of, well, that's really entitled, Lisa. That's entitled that you think that just because you want a conversation with people that they want to talk to you. Maybe they don't want to talk to you and that's fine. So maybe they just want to listen and consume or they want to be entertained. I don't know. I just, I just believe in sort of equal power in relationship. And it's a parasocial relationship. We're in relationship if we're connected on social media. I don't know what sort of relationship that is. It's an odd one because there aren't any rules or there's no kind of uh, boundaries around it. I guess I have to set the boundaries. But um, yeah, if if we're connected and we're in relationship, then I expect it to be an equal energy exchange. And I, and I don't think I'm wrong for thinking that. And I don't think it's unreasonable. And I don't think I'm expecting a lot. I'm spending a lot of my time reaching out and trying to connect with people, to help people, to make a business, to spread the word, to help find other people who need help. And it's that whole tumbleweed thing, which is what drove me off of Facebook. And I know where it comes from. It comes from shame. You know, if you've got a lot of shame, um, what does it say if you're following me? Maybe you just can't be asked, and you're watching telly at the same time that you're scrolling. Perhaps you've got the sound down. I don't know. I just make up all these stories in my head. And, and that just came out today. So there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, but thanks for all the people that do like, comment and engage and talk to me. Because that's lovely. And there are, you know, probably about 5% of you do, which is lovely. And maybe I should just focus on those 5% and be grateful for those. Instead of bitching and whining about the other 95% which is quite high isn't it oh anyway what was I going to talk about oh yes I was going to talk about the Wild Heart Book Club right yes because social media plays a part in that because I need to find wild hearts who want to come and do this inner child work that's what the Wild Heart Book Club is it's a six-week healing circle which is set to my book stuck between two worlds and in that you get the chance to explore your inner child it's split up into six modules and um, I'll put a link for you in the show notes so you can go and explore and have a look at what it's about and you can also hear some of the amazing things that people have been saying one of the things that really stood out for me was that um, people came to learn how to trust themselves more or to get to know themselves deeper, or to find out what was holding them back, or just to understand more about what inner child work was. And everyone that came, so there were there were five, six including me, so we were a small intimate group, and it was a bit of an experiment really, it was a trial run. They all were in different places in their healing, they'd all had different experiences growing up. There were some similarities or some commonalities between us as a group you usually find when you're leading a group as a facilitator you attract people with similar stories to you because they're drawn to your energy so that's interesting so going back to social media that's another thing all the people that follow me on social media must on some level energetically resonate with what I'm saying because if they didn't they would just unfollow me but they keep coming back day after day and they don't say anything right stop it Lisa that's enough now (laughs) just keep banging on about that Um, so yeah so in the group we had some commonalities but they were all in different places like some of them have never done inner child healing some of them have dabbled in it some of them had therapy some of them hadn't some of them have been to therapy repeatedly one lady said that she always felt really morose and 
like stuck with all the feelings when she got to a certain place in therapy and there was nowhere to go with them and she said she didn't feel like that when she was in the book club so we didn't really dive into the book as much i had like a six week so there's handouts for every week and you come and we do we we settle into the class and it's about an hour sometimes an hour and 15 minutes but it was at eight o'clock at night so it's quite late and we had one lady who was in holland and so she was an hour ahead of us it was very late for her and we do it in a facebook group and the reason we do it in a facebook group is because there's a certain boundary there which gives people that um oh i'm just changing hands because i'm carrying heavy shopping but it gives people that um it gives people that opportunity to join in as much as little as they want and one lady was said oh, i wish you could see me now you know like um i uh, wish you could see the tears and the, all the head nodding and the laughter so i was making them laugh but then we were talking about some really deep stuff and so there were tears which is great because that's a release and that's healing and that's how we dissolve all of those painful feelings um through through our tears if we're not grieving if we're not if we're not doing the grief work we're not healing you know if we're if we're doing what i call spiritual bar bypassing which is um you know i'm all for law of attraction and energy stuff and tarot cards you know i am that's my that's all my bag but you cannot manifest or think yourself out of childhood trauma you can't you there's things that you need to heal childhood trauma and yeah it's all about feeling safe in your body feeling at home in your body but you know belonging to yourself so yeah we would go into facebook group every week and we'd start off by creating our safe space so we had like a little ritual for doing that which i think they all found really helpful and that's just to sort of like get into our bodies and regulate our nervous systems leave all our stresses and strains from the day at the door and then we can get on with with the handout so the handout was like the meat of the class and there'd be different subjects and things for them to learn every week um we st we started off by talking about emotional safety and i do believe that that is a fundamental necessity if that's even a word for healing so you can't heal if you are not in a safe relationship with someone that you trust because a lot of our wounding is relational so you need and you need someone to bear witness to your pain and so what was happening was that as the group was forming and people were getting to know each other they were starting to share bits of their story which was being witnessed by the other wild hearts in the group and everyone in the group can i say was so empathetic so kind so considerate and, and so the way that they're talking with me i come on to a live video in the group and they're in a chat role so they're typing on a keyboard so i can't see them but they can see me and I did that on purpose because I said that creates that boundary and there's that safety because one of the things I think we all struggle with I know I certainly do is showing our vulnerability I hate people seeing me cry I hate people seeing me feel strong emotion because I was punished for that and I was shamed for that and so I feel like that gives people a level of protection um yes and people are invited to 
get involved in the discussion so i'll do a bit of teaching and then we'll have a chat about it we'll share some of our experiences again you can be a silent lurker if you want to and but i think from the offset we had a couple of people who were vocal and willing to share we had one lady in particular <clears throat> and uh none of no one minds me sharing their experiences because they're all anonymous and i have asked permission they've all written me lovely testimonials um for my sales page but they one lady in particular just couldn't connect to her inner child because there was a massive wall of anger she was so angry and week five is the week that we meet our inner child so we do a lot of prep work we do background on dysfunctional families and we look at where we've come from and we look at the structure of dysfunctional families and how we all play roles and what those roles are like and what that means for us as adults and how we've created maladaptive coping strategies which now which now get in our way and stop us from living our lives as adults and then we look at breaking those dysfunctional rules then we do a massive part on emotional literacy that's the the meat of it the the two sessions two sessions in the middle the meat of it is emotional literacy and self-soothing and self-care and why we all find it really hard to put ourselves first and practice self-care um, so this morning before i got up and uh, came out for this walk to get my shopping i did a 30 minute dance in front of the telly grow with joe on youtube and if you're uh, into human design and you're a generator or a manifesting generator one of the things that we need to do every morning is to move our physical bodies and because i disassociate a lot and i still do although i think i'm getting better at being in my body and that just takes time and practice and going really slowly and being gentle with myself i feel so much better when i've moved my body and it doesn't have to be a 30 minute dance routine on on youtube i could be doing squats while i'm waiting for the kettle to boil you know you could run up and down your stairs you could go and walk around the garden with no shoes and socks on and just feel the earth beneath your feet and do some light stretching you know do some sun salutations or some downward dogs um but but move move your body but dancing around your kitchen is really good fun if and if you've got kids and you're listening to this i used to call it crazy time where when they get in from school you put the music on and blast the music out and have bright good old dance and just get out all of the niggles and the ick from school and probably all the other stuff that you've caught of other people so if you're a wild heart you're like velcro everything everything attaches to your aura but my my coach was talking about if you're a manifesting generator or generator it's like a snow globe so by shaking the snow globe and seeing the really pretty picture so by moving your body and waking yourself up you're activating the magic inside of you the magic the mystery your energy of what people are drawn to and then that just well it puts you in your body and grounds you for the day and i notice on the days when i don't do it i notice on the days that i where i don't do it that um i certainly notice a difference in fact i'll probably spend the whole day up in my head and then i'll check out and i'll be on social media a lot oh my god i'm just totally obsessed with tiktok at the moment also let me just tell you a quick story just to bypass before we go back to the wild heart book club i i had my hair cut before christmas i went to a really nice salon it's an aveda salon 
Marianne Weeks, which is local. And I paid for one of the creative directors. I paid like 70 odd quid for a haircut because the person who'd cut my hair before razored it. And you should never raise a curly hair because it needs a blunt cut on the ends because of the way that the, um, the hair sits. Anyway, I went to this really posh salon and she said to me, and I, I was dreading it because I thought she was going to say, we're going to have to cut all your hair off. And I was like, what? She was like, yep, yeah, we're going to have to cut all your hair off. Um, we're going to have to cut all these stragglers around the bottom. Because what, what happened was with the razoring, it just looked <sighs> feathery, like but like split endy. And my hair wasn't split endy because I got it cut quite regularly. But the more and more I'd had it cut by her, the more and more she was razoring it. And I was thinking, what the fuck's going on with my hair? It just looked like like an 80s mullet. <laughs> it was all like nice and curly and thick on the top. And then the bottom bit was just all like little bits of string, threads like hanging out the bottom. Weird. <clears throat> you know how in Duran Duran where they used to have those like little mullets of ponytails at the back. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. Anyway, I went and got all my hair done and she dried it like, she part scrunched dried it curly and then she used a brush to, to, to dry the front straight. And I knew when I left, although I was really pleased with it, I thought, oh my God, that's so short because my hair springs up about five inches uh, from when it's wet to when it's dry. So I was like, oh, <laughs> that's gonna be so short. And I hate my hair short and curly. I just don't like it. By my short and curlies. <laughs> so, so I was on the TikToks and they're all using these Revlon one styler brushes, which I suppose is like the Pikey, the cheap version of the Dyson. So I ended up buying myself one because I went onto Amazon and they were reduced from 60 quid to like 30 something. They were half price. So I thought, right, well, if it doesn't work, then you know, I'll sell it on eBay and it'll be fine. So I had a play with this hairdryer and I was like, oh my God, I can actually dry my hair straight. So I've got a whole new hairdo going on for 2023, which was quite by accident, but you know, nothing in life happens by accident. <laughs> so by the time I came to the end of 2023, I did feel like a completely different person having pivoted my business and starting something new. Yeah, so back to the World Hot Book Club. Let's get back to it. What was I saying? Totally lost my train of thought. Normally I'm sitting at my desk with notes in front of me, but I thought, no, no, I'm just going to walk and talk today. I'm just going to walk and talk. Um, I was saying, I was telling you about the lady who, oh yeah, so week five. So we, yeah, we do all of the um, emotional literary piece, literacy piece. And what I mean by that is you actually learning how to identify, label feelings, understand the sensations, like how they come into your body, and not everyone could do that. And there's no, there's no shame in that. There were people in the group that couldn't identify their feelings. And so I've got ways that I teach them how to do that. And that's stuff that I used to do with the kids when I was smiley, because you know, we, we should technically learn that stuff when we're growing up. But for those of us that grew up in dysfunctional homes, it was just surface skating, wasn't it? We didn't have emotional connections with one another. Um, we may have said I love you a lot, we did in our house, but it meant shit really because there was a load of other unsavoury behaviour that was going on that was not love. And love, and that's another one of the 
weeks that we do, we talk about love because in the book, Stuck Between Two Worlds, I have done a whole chapter and an extraordinary experiment on, on oh, there's another plane. I feel like the universe is saying to me, Lisa, you need to get away from it all. Oh, would love to. Oh, the sky is lovely and blue. I wonder where that one's off to. I can't see what that one is. Yes, so there's a whole chapter on this extraordinary experiment talking about what love is. And that wasn't intentional when I wrote the book. But the thing is, is that when you've been brought up in dysfunction, love is mixed with pain and you've got to rewrite your whole definition of love. You must. You must rewrite your whole definition of love because it's... um, it's, it's not what you've been accustomed to. In fact, it's abuse, isn't it, for lots of us? So that's not love. And that's why you end up in relationships with... Um, oh, there's a couple of boys on their bikes. I'm going to go this way. You end up in relationships, dysfunction, more dysfunctional relationships, because you, no one's taught you what healthy looks like. So, um, so yeah, so, so we do that. And then it's week five that we actually meet our inner child. And I did a ceremony for that. So we lit a candle and I labelled each candle for each member of the group. And we kind of sort of welcomed them into a group, a bit like an initiation really. And then we went on a guided visualisation to meet them and see if we could bring them home. And not everyone could bring them home. They weren't ready to come home. Because uh, we know we're still probably trauma bonded or attached to our parents in some way. That's not healthy if we're if we were an emotional caretaker or I know even now sometimes I still feel protective over my mum um, and so you know there's still some some trauma bonding that goes on there because obviously she was meant to be protecting me but it's the other way around and um, so not everyone could bring their inner child home but one lady who I have actually done that exercise with before because I've worked with her she couldn't before and then she did when she did the class and then the lady who was really struggling that's the lady I was talking about and I'm that's not in a negative way when I say she was struggling she was so bloody courageous as in she couldn't always identify her feelings she couldn't connect her in a child but you know what she blooming well showed up every week and kept on trying and that is what I loved about all of the people in that group they just kept on trying and I think you're probably more resilient than you know yourself to be if you're um, recovering from childhood trauma because you've been through the worst of it, right? You've been through the shit and you're never going to have to go through shit like that again. And so if you can come through that and make it through and survive, which you have survived because you're in survival mode, then you can certainly, um, then you certainly don't give up easily. But then that can have a negative effect, can't it? Because that means that you probably stay in relationships or situations that are not good for you long after their sell-by date you know I know I do that or I have done that in the past so yeah um so I felt really proud of all these people um incredibly proud of them they were really brave they had so much courage and even though it was hard to hear parts of it because week two when we talk about the dysfunctional family systems and we talk about 
the impact that's had on us to do all that in an hour it's a bit of a whistle stop tour um is quite hard hitting and i know in the feedback questionnaires do all the noisy lorries just want to drive by on the same road <laughs> i know in the feedback questionnaires i'm just going to swap my shopping hands over oh that's better i know in the feedback questionnaires that um people said that they would definitely revisit the material but i think that's what this work is like when you're doing the inner child work the deep inner work when you're working with the unconscious when you're looking backwards to understand why you are the way you are and how you can take that forward and that's what we do in week six so in week six we do this really fun creative exercise where we look at how we can move forward and what might be stopping us and how we can see ourselves differently like we're not victims anymore we are adults and we can take responsibility for our lives and we have to we have to especially if we've got children but more than that we have to do it for ourselves we have to do it for ourselves because you can't go through life adulting when you're still a child because you're a chadult then aren't you you're a chadult you're not an adult and you know parts of all of us are still children and there are many parts lost parts frozen parts bits of me that i'm integrating but i do still feel like i feel more whole than i've ever felt um moving into this year so yeah so Oh, another, oh, another Land Rover. Land Rover is the vehicle of choice in Weybridge, I think you find. I don't have a Land Rover. Oh, there's a moped. I don't have a moped either. <laughs> to get one of those electronic scooters. Um, so yeah, so I feel like they were just, they just kept at it. And at times they did find it overwhelming. And I just said to them, go to your safe place, which is what I taught them to do, and have a break, which is what we must do in life when we're on this healing path. We can't be in it all the time. We can't be in it all the time. We must make space to have a break and live our lives. Um, but I suppose you, you might need to get to a point in your healing where you feel you can do that. I know I certainly did. I remember my sister saying to me once, or one of my sisters saying to me, you're in it all the time, you know, it's your job and I'm just dealing with it each day as it comes. And like it was wrong for me to be doing that. But honestly, I was so deep in survival mode. I felt so unsafe. My PTSD was off the charts and I was activated all the time and I didn't feel safe. And so I couldn't, I, that made no sense to me that she was saying that. It made no sense to me at all. have a little break there because there was another man walking by and then here comes another Land Rover oh god I'm gonna have to stop in a minute but what, what I wanted to do today was to say to you that if you're on the healing path um, inner child work is the way to get under the bonnet and look at the root cause and find out what it is that's holding you back and it's the way to know all parts of yourself and it's also taps into the essence of you. Your inner child doesn't just carry your suppressed feelings, your hurty bits, your unhelpful beliefs, your pain, your family's trauma. So you're probably carrying generational trauma. 
she doesn't just carry that she carries your excitement and your joy and your creativity and there was one lady in the group who said I'm not woo-woo at all and I'm not creative and on the last week when we did the creative exercise that was the week that she actually connected with her inner child because sometimes talking about the stuff that hurt us talking about it is not enough you need to go at it from another way you need to go at it from another way and that's why in the last episode of season one I was telling you about what's in my healing toolkit I'm not saying that my healing toolkit is the toolkit to have I'm saying experiment explore dabble and find out what works for you but I definitely think if you've done inner child work before and you've not had good results or you haven't done it and you're curious I would encourage you to come and join us so the Wild Hot Book Club is back in March we start in March and you can get 50% off if you sign up before the 1st of February and then the price will double and this time I've also put in the opportunity for people to go VIP because what happened was in the beginning when people didn't know the group and they felt they felt unsafe sharing and talking a lot of people were sliding into my dms and whatsapping me and emailing me and I was encouraging that like I didn't put boundaries around that because I just thought well this is a trial it's an experiment I want to get people to talk I want to help people I want them to get what they need from it so now I've put in a VIP option which means that you can get full access to me for six weeks on whatsapp so you'll have me in your back pocket and you get four one-to-one sessions with me so as you're going through the work in the group you can also um, process that with me in private sessions but there's only a couple of spaces for that because i won't be able to hold space for the group and hold space for everybody one-to-one so i don't think the group will be any more than 10 people we intentionally kept it small and intimate so people felt like they could share sharing with like-minded souls people who get it which is what they said oh everyone gets it here everyone gets it because i don't know if this is true for you guys but i know that when i i think i've talked about this before when i talked about to people about what was going on with my mom and what was going on with my family people were like but it's your mum you only get one mum and it's like yeah that's the fucking point though isn't it i only get one mum and the mum that i've got is severely traumatized and she doesn't want to do the work on her trauma so therefore i've inherited it and now it's my job and i'm a little bit pissed off about that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so when you talk to people who don't get it they can shame you they can minimize your pain they can make you feel like you're wrong they can make you feel like you're a bad person for making the choices that you've made mostly because they're just projecting their own fear on you and they don't know what to say either people don't know what to say so i would say take it to take it to safe space take it to church no don't take it to church well you can if you want to if that's your thing um no judgment here but uh take it to people who get it and in that group we had five people who really got all got each other and um we made a really lovely connection and everybody got something from it and i've invited them all back to do the second round so i've said if you've done it again and you want to come back and do the second round you're very welcome to but this time i won't charge you as much money i'll charge you a minimal amount just to be in the group and 
participate so yeah so that there's a little girl in that garden there she's taking all the lights down off the christmas tree in the front garden and i'm gabbling away to myself like a nutter and she's looking at me as if to say what are you doing funny lady with that hat on what are you doing um so yeah so I've, so please come and join us we start in march but as i say if you sign up before now then you get 50 percent off and if you are interested in having a cup of tea and a chat with me because you're not sure or you'd like to, you've got questions or you're feeling a bit oh i'm a bit self-conscious oh, i don't know well who's going to be in there and what's it going to be like and oh and none of your information so none of the videos that were recorded so there's six videos one for each week <coughs> with the participation in the chat role none of that leaves the group so when the next lot go in there i will have deleted all the posts from the first group including the videos and i will never ever use that content to make a course or for resale i will always run this course well i believe that's what i will do now with me live and you'll be guided through it I won't let you people buy it as standalone and run off and do their own thing because I feel like I'm being responsible then because I know how deep this work is and whilst people may think um well think what they like but whilst people may think that it, it couldn't possibly be um it is and it had profound effects on all the people in the group and um I'm sure that those impacts will continue to ripple through their lives months after they finish the course that's how this stuff works and sometimes we need time to unravel it all so my therapist always said the healing is like unraveling the necklaces in your jewelry box and you have to be patient and you have to take time you know you get the really gnarly knotty bits that sometimes feel like they're not going to untangle and then you sit with them a bit longer and you get patient and you find a way to oh now more people shouting oh anyway i think i better i think i better leave it here lovely wild hearts um i hope you've enjoyed today's episode i hope you find it helpful and i would encourage you to give it a whirl and come work with me and ask if you're not sure ask if you always ask for help that's one thing that i heard brenny brown say on a video before christmas she said don't overthink parenting because <laughs> it's really complicated it was another relationship isn't it and it's relational she said but the difference between a good parent and another parent is good parents teach their kids to ask for help because she was basically saying we're all going to fuck our kids up that's how life works we're all here to learn stuff you know we we learn stuff from relationships from other people but what you want is when that person gets stuck and they inevitably will need help because we all do you know none of us have got it sewn up none of us have got it all done when they need help they will be able to ask for it and that made me think about just one more point before i go um stephen boss who was Ellen DeGeneres's DJ he was called Twitch on the Ellen DeGeneres show and he took his life um, on the 13th of December and to see this man as you I followed him on social media 
and um, I did his during lockdown him and his family did a family workout he was such a talented dancer he was a handsome man he was so happy he was deeply in love with his wife he had two beautiful children and one daughter that he'd adopted who was hers from a previous marriage and he was always smiling and always asking how everyone else was and always checking in with other people and then he was the one that took his life so you want to raise kids that can ask for help that and and if you're an adult listening to this and you find it asks for help please know that it's not shameful or bad and there's nothing wrong with you if you don't know what to do or there's something in life that you're struggling with i struggle with stuff in life everyone struggles with stuff in life look at prince harry you know he's got all the money in the world so he's got the resources he's got access to it but that doesn't matter because he lost his mum when he was a little boy and the pain the pain that that's caused him is deep is deep so you know you can't compare trauma you really can't compare trauma trauma is trauma is trauma so lovely wild hearts as i go into the forest i'm going into the forest part now um and i'm going to walk cut cut across the park and get home and pack all this shopping away and i'm going to write some more of my book so thanks for coming on this walk and talk with me until next time stay wild choose love so much love to you bye for now